Hello, this is Charlotte. This isn't our typical intro, but that will resume momentarily. However, at the timing of this episode, I was supposed to be traveling to Puerto Rico. You'll hear it mentioned later in the episode. You've likely seen the news or possibly seen my stories on the relief efforts, but Puerto Rico suffered another hurricane, and this is on the heels of the devastating hurricane in 2017. That would have been Maria, and the island still hadn't fully recovered. So this is very tragic, and Hurricane Fiona only further damaged the island. So if it is within your means, please consider donating supplies or money. And as I find out more, I will be sharing them on my page at Eclectic Charge on Instagram. Any amount of help would be appreciated. So if you can, that would be lovely. And now let's get into the episode. Thank you. Charlotte, where we discuss spirituality, paganism, witchcraft, holistic lifestyles, and everything in between. So gather around the cauldron every Wednesday, where we brew up a new topic. Hello, and welcome back to the Cosmic Cauldron. I'm Jamie. And I'm Charlotte. And we are back this week with episode 37, all about Libra season. Now, as we roll into Libra season, which starts... When does it start, Charlotte? <laughs> it starts right after the fall equinox. So early morning on September 23rd is when the sun moves over to Libra. Thank you, in-house astrologer. <laughs> yes. So obviously, by the time you guys hear this episode, it will be right around the corner. And so we're just going to kind of dig into... What is Libra season? What does that mean? If you're a sun Libra, that is, that's what we're going to be talking about. You know, what does that mean for you? Maybe even if you're not necessarily a Libra. Um, so we're going to just go over some really fun things and then some other planetary aspects you can expect during Libra season. And we're just going to have fun here like we always do. Yes. Well, if you're a Libra sun, when the sun enters into Libra and gets approximately towards your birthday, somewhere somewhere within a day or two, uh, you will be having your solar return. So that makes this time particularly special for anybody who is a Libra sun. But the influence can be felt no matter what sign you are. Yeah, so I actually have a pretty good amount of experience with Libras as I'm almost completely surrounded by them. Um, my mom is a Libra, my grandmother, my dad's mother is a Libra, and my brother is a Libra. And they're actually, two of them share a birthday, and one is only six days later. So they're all like in the same week 
in everything. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. So this is a busy time for you. <laughs> it is. Yeah, it is. A, it is a busy time. And um, it's just it's I guess you could say I've got to just observe a lot about Libra and both, you know, what it means for women and for men. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Seeing both sides you got a feel for that. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Both sides of it. So um, I, I guess you could say I'm probably going to have a lot of input for this episode, maybe more than others. <laughs> <laughs> Cause you're real familiar with that energy. I am very familiar with this energy and, you know, I really like a lot of aspects of Libra in general. Um, you know, there's positives and, and negatives you could say to every sign that you, you know, absolutely speak about. But um, a lot of the positive aspects that have to do with Libra, I really adore, you know, the, the great qualities that I have seen exuded are some of my favorites among the Zodiac. Um, and I think maybe just cause I relate to them and maybe it's just because I have been surrounded by them. Uh, <laughs> but Nonetheless, um, it's a very fascinating sign. I think it kind of stands out on its own in some ways, and we'll get into that. But but yeah, I'm surrounded. <laughs> yes, I I love Libras. Actually, my dad is a Libra. Uh, Jamie and I's parents are both Taurus and Libras, but the the opposites. Mm-hmm. And my oldest daughter is a Libra. In fact, her birthday is on the new moon. So. So I'm pretty familiar with this energy too. Um, I don't, I don't have many Libra placements in my own chart, uh, except for my 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 MC is in Libra. But but being so immersed in the energy, it's it's one of my favorites because these are like some of my favorite people. So <laughs> yeah, they really are very lovable people in yes, general. Yes. Um, and and again, we'll get into this. You know, they, the 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 representation of Libra is the scales, and believe me, they live up to that. <laughs> oh yes, it's either one way or the other. Um, but in general, you know, um, I'd say that most of the Libras I've met, well, maybe not all of them, but there's a balance that has to be found there, right? Seeing as how they are Mm -hmm. literally the scales, they're always trying to balance. And so an unhealed Libra will obviously be working on this wacky imbalance their whole lives, right? But a very healed Libra will be very well balanced. And I've seen both of those. Yeah, I think that's actually very important to mention because there are different manifestations of the energy. You know, there is somebody who has healed themselves and gone towards the more positive side. The The way that I view astrology is basically a tool for self-improvement and exploring your inner psyche. It, it gives you a roadmap to what you can achieve and what you need to overcome to get there. So it, that's just one of the reasons, one of the many reasons that I love astrology. So Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's not law, but it is a guidebook. I like to think that it is a guidebook. Mm-hmm. And there's no denying um, how true everything is. I mean, like the first time I read my birth chart, I was like, you know, my jaw was on the floor. I had to pick it up, you know, <laughs> like, how, did, how right? does this person know me? Who is this? You know, I'm like looking at the website, like, you know, <laughs> um, and me too. And while one of these days, I pro- hopefully one day will memorize my birth chart. 
I know you probably know it better than I do. I don't think I have any Libra in my chart. Maybe one, one maybe one planet in I, Libra. You, your chart is so concentrated in one area that I don't believe Libra actually made it on there. Maybe, maybe one of the asteroids is in Libra, but whew. <laughs> Jamie was sent here on a mission, like for sure. <laughs> yeah, and I've been. Um, thanks to the lovely Charlotte here, had been reading up a lot more on astrology lately, particular to me, that is, um, and my my specific aspects in my chart. And um, it's really shown me so much about myself. And so, you know, that's why we like to bring you this Zodiac series. It's not a huge in-depth look, but it can give you an idea about yourself if you are Libra, you know someone that's Libra, and just help you understand better because understanding is awareness and awareness is key to finding peace and joy, right? You know, we can't just be blissfully ignorant as great as it sounds sometimes. <laughs> no, no. And I definitely recommend if you have not already done your chart to do so because it's fascinating. It's that level of insight into yourself, man. Uh, I I had the first time that I read my birth chart. I was like, Jesus, they just read me to Phil. That's that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Okay, (laughs) I'll work on it. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. I've shown I've shown so many people how to go and look theirs up before and have had mixed reactions all throughout all, you know, that experience. Some people are like blown away and other people are so freaked out that they're like, I don't even want to talk to you anymore. (laughs) Like, what is this? You know, (laughs) this this witchcraft? No. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, maybe, maybe this wasn't the right time, but you know, we're here now. So we'll water that seed. Hopefully. (laughs) I have been known to pull up people's charts in the middle of a party. So yeah. (laughs) Huh. Yeah, I think that's that's like one of those like how you know you're a witch like memes. <laughs> it it definitely fell into that category. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so let's dig into some of the characteristics of a Libra. Yes. Okay. So with Libra, this sign is an air sign. So it's a sign of intellect as well as a bit of detachment. But I think for Libras, you see this less than some of the other signs because Libra is also a sign of partnerships. So Libras are a very charming sign. They are also a very social sign. And they also lean heavy towards aesthetics. And I've noticed personally that Libras can be some of the, particularly Libra risings, and risings um, dictate your physical appearance, can be some of the most physically attractive, like in a balanced and, um, what is that word? Symmetrical. Uh, Symmetrical. Yep. Yeah. Symmetrical way. And, but they like live and breathe beauty and balance. Jamie mentioned earlier that they are represented by the scales and also that there's different ways that this can manifest. You know, being represented by the scales, like this is a sign of justice and balance, 
But also with that, these Libras are getting so much information and they have the ability to see both sides of the argument. So sometimes they can be a bit wishy-washy when it comes to making a decision because that it, it is more difficult. If you can see every side of the argument, it's harder to stay firm in your belief. So because you're, you're, you've got all these different ideas, you know, sort of fighting for your attention. And they, they don't want to make the wrong decision because they're a sign of justice and balance and fairness. Yeah, I could definitely say that I have noticed that with the Libras that I know in my life is this like indecisiveness sometimes or going back and forth, oh, yes. making one decision, but then going back and, and going, wait, no, we're going to do this instead. Oh, yeah. Um, but, you know, I can be pretty indecisive myself. So it's like I don't judge that at all. But sometimes it's just like, oh, my gosh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Make a decision. But, you know, um, the the flip side of that sort of the healed version of that is that Libras also tend to be very diplomatic. Um, oh, yeah. Which is a trait that I love because I I carry a lot of that trait as well within me somehow. I don't know how it ended up in my chart with all that. But um, but it is, and I was actually reading something on my chart uh, or on my one of my apps two days ago about diplomacy. So I, I really love that aspect about them. They make very great ambassadors. So they're they're great for being mm-hmm. the face of things, right? They can handle that, that face-to-face interaction. Um, and I wouldn't necessarily say I classify them as outgoing, but I'd say they're not always necessarily introverted either. They're like somewhere in the middle. Yeah, and I could I could actually say that for most of the air signs, except for maybe Gemini, which is very social. Yeah. Uh, but, but you can there there is a happy medium. Both my daughter and my father can talk your ear off. Yes. They have never met a stranger. Never. So the 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 way it manifests in my life, at least for the ones that are closest to me, they they are social beings. But they also, you know, have their little hidey holes and their moments that, you know, they need the reprieve from it too. Yeah, I would say they're not like the life of the party outgoing types, but they can socialize. They just are maybe more choosy about yeah. Who they're socializing with. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of that comes down to Libra being a sign of partnerships and balance, you know? So you, they, they have the capability, but they may not want to always be, be on, be in the spotlight, yeah. you know, be out there. And I get that. So, Yes, we but, certainly do. <laughs> Guys, yes. we have this podcast, but her and I both, we need so much downtime and alone time that balance has been something that we've been working on since the very beginning. And, you know, maybe we can share more about that one day, but uh, it's an ongoing, yeah. an ongoing challenge. <laughs> yes. Well, we're, we're, we're trying here. We Working towards that balance. Yeah, last week we had an impromptu uh, power outage. Well, I did, and um, we decided not to rush this episode. That we were just going to take that downtime. You know, lean into Mercury retrograde and just kind of let it have that one. Like, okay, yep. okay, guys, we're <laughs> we're gonna sit this out. <laughs> 
Yeah, sometimes you just have to go with the flow, which that saying is so popular. But if you think about being in the flow, spiritual people like to say that in the flow, right? So we just decided to just roll with it and just let it be instead of fighting it. Because I'd say that also, and this is totally off topic, but I just want to mention it because it's relevant to us right now. We've both been coming up with a lot of resistance in our lives, which I think tends to happen when you're growing. You know, when you're on this trajectory of personal growth and you're doing the shadow work, you're going to have a lot of resistance in it. And it shows you where you really want to be, you know, where you want to be putting your energy. And that was just one of those things where we're like, you know, we're not going to resist this. We're just going to let it be. (laughs) And then we'll do this next week. (laughs) Yeah. Just lean into it. And and that's really what retrogrades are about, you know, just sort of taking that pause. Exactly. And um, we got it. Noted. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it was <laughs> sort of forced upon us. Yes. Oh, man. Sometimes yeah. the universe has a sense of humor like that, though. You know, we're both workaholics. And uh, sometimes we need a yeah. swift kick in the ass to stop and smell the roses. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was that was an absolute mm-mm. I said no. <laughs> so anyways back to libra um i understand that they're also very like artistic right you talked about aesthetics and that that is coming to mind yes yes and they they can be in many different ways um be an artist uh they have an eye for aesthetics and i think that comes down to them being a sign of balance and they sort of see where things don't fit or where they could be placed better Mm -hmm. and it just gives them this this overall keen eye for it so like style or even literal arts i know my daughter you cannot pry that art book out of her hand. Even when she's doing homework, I'm like, are you drawing or are you actually doing your homework? And nine times out of 10, she's, she's drawing. drawing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So they, they really do have, you know, that eye. They can see what others might miss. So, and that, that comes down to, to many things. It's not just standard art. Like I said, it could be the way that they carry themselves, their clothing, the way they do their hair and makeup, or just present themselves. There is a focus on aesthetics. Now, on September 25th, there is a new moon. And because it's a new moon, the moon and the sun will be in the same sign. So this new moon will also be in Libra. This is a great time if you wanted to perform spells surrounding, you know, harmony and balance and peace. This would also be a great time to perform spells in that involve matters of justice. You know, these could be legal matters, but, you know, like we said before, Libras are represented by these scales. Now, what is also represented by scales are justice system. So if you have any legal matters or just a matter of justice that you would like to perform a spell on, this new moon is a good time to do so. And something I forgot to mention on this particular episode is new moons are a time for planting seeds and setting intentions. So during this time, this is where you want to be thinking of what you want to manifest. So it is a great time to perform spells that you want to manifest over, you know, the course of the next few weeks, or, I mean, these could be long-term. It really depends on your needs. This is also just 
energetically a good time for partnerships and relationships and romance. So you may notice like an uptick in those feelings for, for your partners, for your friends, family, you know, whatever the case may be. And also, if you have, if you are moon sensitive like I am, you can always put some water in your window seal or outside in an airtight jar and leave this for later use. Now, this moon water would be great for justice and balance and any of those correspondences that we've already touched on here. So you could use that in later spell work because I know during full moons, I am pretty close to crazy. And then on the new moons, I'm really tired. So, you know, I've actually noticed that it tends to be the opposite with me. Like this last year, I get all wound up on the new moon, but I've been really tired on the full moon. And it wasn't always that way, but it like shifted. And I don't know why, really, I haven't really dug into it, because it's not like super important that I figure out why. But I just have noticed that I just thought about it when you said that. It switched for me too before. I used to, I would feel the energy on the new moon when the, the moon basically isn't in the sky. You know, it's, it, it is in the sky, but we can't see it because of the way that it's positioned. But, but I did, it did swap for me too, because I used to, I would battle more insomnia around the full moon, but no, it's, it's not like that for me anymore. <laughs> So when it comes to labeling these containers of moon water, um, specific moons like this, um, are you putting like the date of the actual moon and, and, and are you that specific, I guess is what I'm asking, or are you just putting like justice water, you know, or something like that? (laughs) (laughs) What I would label, I would put new moon in Libra. And you can also put the date. I typically don't have to, but I'll know the date sort of automatically just because I have this memorized. So it's a great idea to put on there. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to tell you the exact date, but I would be able to tell you like, oh yeah, that was in late September, 2022. But that, that was a honed skill. So yeah, put, put the date on those waters. So, you know, (laughs) yeah, that's kind of, I mean, that's what I was thinking, just not only just for consuming purposes, because you don't want to be probably drinking like four year old moon water, Uh, might be a little stale, but, (laughs) but also just because it is very specific that this is the Libra new moon in the sun sign of Libra, you know, um, that you just might want to be reminded of that if you're going to use it for something. And and we all think that we're going to remember, but we don't, Mm -mm. (laughs) especially when you have jars on jars on jars of moon water, you know, you're not going to remember what that one was. So yeah, I just wanted to ask you how you did it because, well, I really wanted to know (laughs) (laughs) because I'm going to be making some on the new moon. Full disclosure. I have a moon water jar in my windowsill right now. Don't ask me what it is. Right now, it's everything. It's been sitting there for so long. (laughs) (laughs) Oops. (laughs) I'll be pouring that out, like, when I, probably today, now that I've reminded myself, this conversation sort of triggered that. And I was like, oh, yeah. Hmm. Labeling. That'd be nice. (laughs) I don't even know what to label that one. (laughs) (laughs) Everything but the kitchen sink of water. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) 
I want to say I put that one out in the new moon in Virgo. So mm. it's it's got everything in there right now. <laughs> I'll be tossing that one. <laughs> I'll try again later. Now, a little more about Libras is Libra is a cardinal sign and cardinal signs are the initiators they're, they So Libras themselves have a lot of get up and go energy. They are also represented, as we discussed earlier, by the element of air. Now, the planet that rules Libra is Venus. And you want to know what other is ruled by Venus? Taurus. <laughs> Which I think, I think explains the love connection. Uh, between our parents. <laughs> that is a very good point. I never thought about that before, but yeah. 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 Um, they are represented by the scales, which we've touched on. Uh, some crystals for Libras are Sapphire and Jade. And the tarot card that represents Libra is, of course, the Justice card. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Side note. So, you know, like every couple of years I get this like urge to like find a new career path and it's, you know, come back around again, um, as it always does um, in true Aquarius fashion. And the one thing that has been sticking out to me lately and I've never even considered before, but I find it hilarious because we're right before Libra season is being a paralegal. I have considered that one, actually. Yeah, I don't even know. Yes. But I just, I don't know. I watch a lot of crime documentaries and I love doing research. And I just thought, huh, this could be something really cool. But um, now it's just hilarious to me with Libra season coming up, uh, the timing of it all. Well, I, my bachelor's, which is in progress, is in criminal justice because of my obsession with true crime. And just sort of wanting to know more and how to navigate a, a, the legal system. Just, just it piques my curiosity enough that I wanted a whole ass degree in it. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I just thought I would mention that because it's uh, pretty bizarre how the universe works sometimes. <laughs> and, the, you know, I, yes. I feel like we share a lot about synchronicities that happen in our lives on this podcast. And so I just couldn't. I couldn't go without sharing that one. No, that's awesome. I've I've always thought that that would be cool. Um, I there was a point in my life where I wanted to be a lawyer, but then I realized like I would have to get up in front of people and speak, and that makes me nauseous, and I don't want to. <laughs> <Yeah>. So, <laughs> um, but but uh, other than that, I, I probably would have done well in that career. I don't think I have the the years to dedicate to that now. So that that one is off the table. But yeah, I'm not sure I would want the responsibility. If there's anything I've learned about myself over the last year is that I really, really adore flexibility and freedom. And yes. I think the more I learn about myself, it's just the nature of who I am in this lifetime. And so being like locked down and like having to show up to court at certain time, like, you know, how many, five days a week, you know, oh my gosh, that sounds like a nightmare if I'm honest, but you know, 
being a paralegal and being in I, the background and doing your research and learning lots of cool things and being supportive that that could work <laughs> yeah i would give it a shot now later on in libra season the full moon will be in the opposite sign of libra and that is aries so we will have a full moon in aries on the 9th of october now aries energy is almost the exact opposite of a libra um they this is a very aggressive sign you know this they've got a a lot of get up and go so there are parallels between you know they they are signs of action they're both cardinal signs so this is you know a take charge action it's just that aries would go about that in a way that is not like Libra in the slightest. Um, they can have tempers. You know, it, there's a lot of passion in there because Aries is a fire sign. I would say that Aries is probably a lot more impulsive, whereas Libra is probably a mm -hmm. lot more calculated. A hundred percent. That I could not have said that better. That is exactly the difference there. <laughs> So some of the traits of Aries, and I'm going to break this down into a few strengths and a few weaknesses. So you can sort of take these and build a picture of what a what Aries represents. So Aries are independent. They are courageous and self-assured and very driven. Now, on the flip side of that, like Jamie said, they are impulsive. They can come across as harsh, they are temperamental, and aggressive. They're aggressive. Um, now, like we said at the beginning of this episode, there are positive and negative manifestations, and a lot of that comes down to being healed or being unhealed versions of this sign. So this, this is not a... A little cubby hole for every Aries. Some Aries will have moved into their strengths and some may be sitting in their weaknesses. It really is just a person to person thing. Now for the full moon in Aries on the 9th of October, this is a great time for spells that involve protection or anything that really needs, you know, that extra oomph, that energy or aggression, you know, anything that you could channel this sort of powerful energy into this would be a great time and again i forgot to say what full moons are good for now a full moon is a time of manifestation yes that is true but also the moon is full so it is at its most potent which means you can use this energy for pretty much everything and that's what i like to do you know i don't want to be pigeonholed into this is the time that things are manifesting no that's a lot of energy radiating off of the moon. I'm going to use it. Now, because Aries is an independent time with the moon moving into Aries, this could be a good time to sort of focus on ourselves and our ambitions and, you know, what we have planned for new ventures. Uh, also, because they're so driven, Combined with Libra's being a very driven sign, this is a great time to overcome any obstacles. And, you know, if you have any blockages, like this is a good time to sort of muscle through them. You know, basically, anything that you can think of that needs a little 
boost or any more motivation, this is what I would use the full moon in Aries for. And you can also, uh, and la 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 la, brain, brain went, my brain. See, that, that's where I'm at today. Blaine. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my Blaine. <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah, I don't even know where I was going with that. So what I was going to say next was moon water. You can use moon water to accomplish any of these tasks or any of these Yeah, any of these tasks that I've said before, you know, this also being a fire sign, this moon water would be great for charging um, because you've got that fire energy behind it. And, you know, just anything that requires just a little bit more energy would be a great way to use this moon water. I, I know we've discussed on a previous episode most of my moon water goes straight into my morning coffee or as it stands right now, my morning tea, because I just like that little extra jolt. And I noticed that the mornings that I'm able to use the moon water in my my coffee or my tea, I have more focus. Whatever energy that of the moon water that I'm using, I will be channeling into my work that next day. So that is... That is just like one of those, you know, off the cuff, just easy ways to utilize your moon water. But it can be used in spell work. It can be used in simmer pots. It can be used in infused water. There's so many things that you can use this for. Now, I have already mentioned that the element that rules Aries is a fire sign and also that they are a cardinal sign. Now, the animal that represents Aries is is a ram, which is really perfect. So, <laughs> yes. If there could be a bull in a, if there was a bull in a china shop, I think that would be probably better fitting, but a ram will do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The bull really represents my mom so well, so well. That, that woman is so stubborn, um, but also like, watch out watch out she'll get you (laughs) (laughs) i think i meant more just like in like the tornado fashion of just like coming in and just like wrecking everything oh yeah oh yeah well i mean piss off a ram trust me you'll get it (laughs) that's true headbutt every time uh-huh uh uh The ruling planet of aries is mars which is also pretty perfect so is, you know, that there's a lot of energy behind Mars. You know, this is the planet of uh, aggression and drive and getting shit done. Mars has a lot, you know, in in traditional astrology, Mars rules Aries and it also rules Scorpio. Now, some of the crystals that are great for Aries are Bloodstone and Garnet, and the tarot card that represents Aries is the Emperor. So, what are your plans for for Libra season, maybe particularly around the moons? Well, before I checked my calendar, I booked a flight to Puerto Rico. Um right at the tail end of Mercury retrograde. So I'll be packing a lot of books (laughs) (laughs) and 
Uh, just anticipating those delays. Um, yeah, just to keep myself entertained. Although I will be traveling with my oldest daughter because this is her birthday. Her birthday is on the new moon. And my youngest daughter, which is a 12-year age gap. <laughs> so it, it's going to be fun. Um, around the new moon, I, I don't know. I've never been to Puerto Rico, so I'm really excited to get to see the landscape and connect with nature over there. If I pack a mason jar, I'll, I'll get some moon water. But otherwise, I'm probably just going to be in the moment, you know, for that. What about you? So I have been getting like so many downloads and inspiration the last couple of days, kind of building up to this new moon, I think that I'm going to be definitely making some moon water and setting some pretty serious intentions. And I I don't yet know what my ritual is going to be, but I'm definitely going to do something to kind of help to manifest and set these intentions with this new moon. And a lot of it has to do with um, with nature, coincidentally. Um, me personally kind of just keeping that connection with nature. But also some of the downloads I've been getting is is helping guide other people on how to connect with nature and themselves. So I'm going to be just sort of over the next week sort of solidifying some of those ideas and downloads that I got um, that I plan on offering pretty soon hopefully. Um, but again, you know, when you work this way, like in the flow intuitively, you kind of have to just wait for things to happen. That's how the universe works. Right. So, so yeah, I'm definitely just going to be probably having a little ritual outside in nature. I'm thinking actually about setting up an altar outside now that it's getting cooler and it's not like, like, uh, Hades out there. Uh, so yeah. Guys, I got to wear a sweater yesterday morning. Mm-hmm. Like I opened and it was it was probably 70 degrees. Don't don't <laughs> don't. <laughs> but to me, to me, you know, because we're roasting over here on the sun, I opened my door and I was like, "Whoo, that's chilly. Let me grab my fall stuff." So. Yes, I've worn a hoodie almost every day this week. In fact, I had one on before we sat down to record, but I know I always get hot when we're recording, so I took it off. Um, the same one I was wearing on the stories, which when you guys hear this, the this, this story would have been about a week ago now. Um, but but yeah, it's uh, it's been really nice. I love, oh, I love cozy it. weather. I love being in cozy clothes. Me too. Mm. Yes. I can't wait to bust out my boots. I only have two pairs of shoes. Well, not two pairs of shoes, but two types. I've got flip-flops and boots. That's it. Yeah. And I'm ready to trade in those flip-flops. So. <laughs> Time to flip-flop it. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> that was so cheesy and I, I love it. To. I have to. <laughs> but yeah, so that's just me yeah. just... My plans, honestly, for the rest of Libra season are just to to rekindle this this relationship I have with nature and with myself because yeah. it's been a crazy, well, honestly, it's been a crazy whole year, but um, the last couple of months have been particularly challenging and Agreed. I haven't been able to get outside as much as I wanted to, so. Yeah, now is the time I... 
it's about the only time I like to step outside is fall through winter, maybe early spring. But other than that, mm-mm. mm-mm. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, I do. I just don't like it. <laughs> right. I mean, if the intention is to get sweaty, you know, if I'm like mowing mm-hmm. the yard or doing some gardening, then great. But if I'm just trying to enjoy myself or have some fun outside, being completely drenched in sweat just kind of ruins it for me. So, yeah. <laughs> it's it, it's got to be like short burst. Like I'll go out there to exercise, like shoot some hoops or walk or whatever the case may be. But it, that's like taking like 30 minutes because otherwise I need that AC because I'm getting overheated and I don't like it. So. <laughs> yep. Yep, yep, yep. Um. And I know that we have been mentioning this for quite a while now, but we are so excited to be finally launching our Patreon community in October. We haven't set a final date yet, but we have been working diligently to bring lots of really cool content for you guys and build this community up so that we can connect with you in a more intimate way than just like Instagram DMs or stories or whatnot. So be sure to stay on the lookout for updates about that. They're going to be coming in pretty hot and heavy over the next month or so. And we can't wait to see you there. We know that a lot of you follow this podcast and we are so grateful for your loyalty, listening every week and showing up on our Instagram every week. And we can't wait to just take this next step and grow with you guys. Yes, I'm really excited to see this Patreon come to life. And I love you know, hearing from you guys. Uh, there's there's a few of you that I get to hear from weekly, and I absolutely adore it. And, you know, we're just really excited to keep growing and you know, keep evolving and all that, all that good stuff. So until next time, blessed be. Peace out.